1: Unfortunately, at this point in gaming's lifespan, too many combined elements result in a game not being fun. The product itself not actually being finished, or something being so full of anti-consumer BS, it's purposefully designed to fleece you with even more money overall. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com and these are 8 video games that made you quit gaming. 8. The Culling Makes You Pay Per Match After PUBG killed its stone dead in 2017, developers Exavion stopped working on new content for Battle Royale The Culling, and began a sequel instead. In 2018, they released The Culling 2, which was universally panned for being completely broken. Once again, it was releasing amongst an even bigger surge of popularity for PUBG and now Fortnite 2. Needless to say, it died an even bigger death. Exavion pulled it from sale and refunded those who had bought in. Like beating a dead horse with a stick so much, the horse is barely a pile of goo with hoo, the culling again emerged as the Culling Origins, now exclusive to Xbox One. This is the really horrible part though. This new rebooted version of The Culling has a pay-per-match model. That's right, Xavian wanted you to pay them to play a game that's been panned not once, but twice. They originally announced that you could play one free game a day before paying for every match, but after considerable backlash, they decided instead to let people play up to 10 matches. I mean, gee, thanks guys. Here's to no developer ever deciding that pay-per-match is a thing, ever. Number 7, Rockstar and the GTA Definitive Edition. Although it's in a slightly better state now than when it first released, I still kinda can't believe all this happened. Like, Rockstar, a company who prided themselves researching scores of specific films for reference, music choices, and everything in between, putting in as much care and attention as possible into every single aspect, released a game where it rains underwater. Filled with bugs, truly horrendous character models, and the worst weather effects you've ever seen, this was an embarrassment for a publisher like Rockstar to put out. Let's not forget that for many of us, we grew up with these classic GTA titles. So when Rockstar announced they were being remastered, we were all Naturally quite excited. Rockstar literally had a gold mine waiting to happen but their lack of care turned this definitive edition into a naked doddering cash grab staggering off the production line to shat itself in front of millions. Number 6 Dead Space 3 kills the franchise with microtransactions. You've got to imagine that during development of Dead Space 3, the developers at Visceral were just banging their heads against the desk in frustration. This was a developer who was riding high on success. Dead Space was a fantastic new survival horror IP, and its sequel, Dead Space 2, was even better, both releasing to critical and commercial success. Somehow, this translated to EA as, okay, those did well, let's completely change Dead Space 3 and fill it full of stuff nobody asked for. Dead Space 3 is a Dead Space game in name only. Gone is the oppressive survival horror of the original two, and instead we got a cooperative campaign because Gears was in at the time, and worse still, weapons and items reliant on microtransactions. Such was the backlash following Dead Space 3 that had contributed to the demise of Visceral Games, who were shut down by EA soon afterwards. The Dead Space IP would then be left to languish with no new games for almost a decade until a reboot of the first game without its original creator was announced in 2021. Spoilers, it won't be as good as the original. 5. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 Ruins Your Childhood Back in the day, there was absolutely nothing cooler than Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which was not only an excellent video game, but became a way of life for many, many youngsters across the globe as they hopped on skateboards of their own with grand ambitions to maybe do a kickflip before going back inside and playing more Tony Hawk's instead. As such, the Tony Hawk's series holds a special place in the hearts of many people. Although the series gradually declined in quality and oversaturated the market, there was still some excitement to be had as an official sequel, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, was announced for release in 2015. Developed in too small a time frame by Robomodo, the game is absolutely shockingly bad. Full of bugs with terrible controls, graphically it was a complete embarrassment, and that's without holding it up next to other iconic installments in the franchise. Tony Hawk's 5 was the first in a long line of ongoing LEGO sequels across both gaming and film that make you think, well if they aren't going to put in the time and effort into this, what does it say about everything else? Number 4. Mass Effect 3's ending is so unsatisfying it's unbelievable. Speaking of putting the effort in, the more you read into the reality of how Mass Effect 3 came together since 2012, the more you realise Bioware themselves barely had a plan for how to bring all those disparate plot threads from 2 back together. Yes, EA meddled and they meddled good, hello day one DLC with a plot essential character, but check out any number of interviews with developers at the time and you'll find stories of potential conclusions scribbled on napkins, with the general sentiment that the Bioware magic would appear if they just kept developing and make a satisfying finale appear from nowhere. Ultimately, that was legendarily not the case, and it would take until 2021's Legendary Edition to write some of the ship in regards to how Mass Effect feels as a release without forking out additional funds for segmented DLC plot points. Point being, this was a notably big deal in the worst way possible. As I say, time has been good to Mass Effect 3, but across the board it remains one of the most disappointing times to care about long-form storytelling in entertainment history. 3. Fallout 76 nukes the franchise's reputation For Bethesda, they don't have the best track record of releasing polished games with no bugs or problems. Back in the day though, they were still old scrappy Bethesda, reaching for the sky with their game design. What's a backwards flying dragon or a sky-launching giant when you're stretching the boundaries of game design itself so much it starts to tear apart at the seams? Smash cut to Fallout 76 then, and this only cemented the worst thoughts about the company that stemmed from the notably stilted, identity-stripped Fallout 4. Fallout 76 was a new low for Bethesda, and a big black mark on the reputation of the Fallout series in general. An attempt to bring the Fallout franchise to MMO territory, 76 is just not good. It takes the world of Fallout, which is fine, but removes meaningful stories and interaction. At launch, the game was so riddled with bugs, it was all but unplayable. But wait, there's more. toe the expensive microtransactions that laughed in the face of Oblivion's horse armour, and a premium $12.99 paywall for private working servers. Alongside this with the likes of Rockstar's recent actions, 343's pricing of everything in Halo Infinite, and even Sony charging for story chapters in Destruction All-Stars, Legacy Studios should be above nickel and diming fans and consumers to such a blatant degree. 2. Super Mario 3D All-Stars Limited Release Not even Nintendo are free from money-grubby policies, but for the most part, at least they're upfront about overpricing digital games and their first-party offerings in general. One of their biggest anti-consumer moves in recent memory then was the release of Super Mario 3D All-Stars, a celebration of everything Mario over 35 years. It compiled together Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy into one package for Switch, upscaled to HD. That's fair enough and people loved it, but what wasn't great was the fact that for no reason other than manufacturing scarcity and pushing people towards a premium price point, Nintendo announced this was a limited time release, meaning it was only available for a few months. With no mention of when it would be available again, it was cough up the big bucks or not play some of the best games of all time, on a system that can render them better than ever. 9 million of us gave in and bought anyway, only to find literally nothing had been done to these games other than upscaling, and they were largely emulations rather than anything requiring true time and effort to do these works justice. Control schemes and overall production value was woeful, especially considering what the All Stars branding used to mean when Nintendo remade the original games in 1993 and then they were gone. And number 1, Peter Molyneux's NFT Extravaganza. A bonafide legend in the BS Olympics, Peter Molyneux has calmed down in recent years following a scathing best interview of all time interrogation in 2015 from Rock Paper Shotgun, but this came after duping us for years with promises that always went unfulfilled. Looking back, it's one hell of an escalation. Fable would let us grow a tree over time we could carve our initials into. Then Milo on Connect was essentially a living fake boy you could mentor inside your TV. The madness of curiosity what's inside the cube was tied to a failed god game revival called Goddess, resulting in a lot of wasted Kickstarter money and a competition winner spending their time playing a broken build of the game for hours because Molyneux couldn't think of anything else. Cut to right now though, and of course Molyneux was first in line to capitalise on the deregulation and ongoing insanity of NFT implementation. His new game legacy was built for non-fungible tokens, asset trading, and all things gimme your money for pointless visuals in return. It is exactly to the letter what the majority of the industry and an artistic creative business does not want. Still, the whales flock to the platform and have apparently invested 40 million pounds in its custom economy, a staggering number that will keep Molyneux's approach to gaming going for years to come.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify in store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23, shopify.com slash retail 23.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter. It's innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.